podcast in this voice no we dare not all right all right so um yeah i know but my voice is already starting to go so yeah welcome to the podcast uh today we actually have uh, once again a very very special guest and instead of her picking the movie for us we decided to do something different and pick the movie for her Mm, my favorite movie of all time and what i consider is one of the, the scariest movies of all time probably the one that creeps me out the most uh, Poltergeist, so let's get started. Um, now, we actually went above and beyond to, to really set the scene for this one. We had the lights off, you know, we had the yeah. the, the volume on, so we could yeah, hear the whispering. Could. <laughs> uh, um, but, uh, yeah, like, you know, this was Jenny's first time ever seeing it. I love this movie. Britain loves this movie. Yeah, so uh, let's jump right on in and start talking about it. Um, now, I know uh, from early uh, uh, discussions with Jenny that she said that... Uh, this wasn't the scariest movie she's ever seen, uh, which is actually pretty cool because I do want to talk to her about this uh, a little bit. But um, let's uh, just have some early thoughts about what you what you thought about. We'll start with Jenny because this is her first time mm-hmm, watching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, the movie was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really holds up, and I think the special effects were spectacular yeah. and still spectacular, except for that one scene. But um, that's okay. Wait, uh, spoiler alert. Which scene? <laughs> the uh, floating, um, like vinyl, and the oh yeah, yeah, in the room, you know, okay, like that... it looks like it was made for a 3D experience back yeah, in that... the 80s. Yeah, that one didn't age well, and neither did the uh, the face-off scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the face-off scene works, like yeah. because it was practical effects. Um. But I think the transition from real face to fake face could have been better. Maybe yeah. he just had a rubber face. Who knows? Like, like between the you know with the face and where the arms were, it was like the Swedish chef <laughs> was trying to rip his own face off. A little, a little bit. So um, actually, we we didn't jump into into uh, Britain explaining a very, very, very brief overview about this movie. <laughs> uh, so why don't you go ahead and tell us? Uh, we already kind of talked about it a little bit, but go ahead and tell us a little bit about uh, what this movie was about. Uh, so the movie stars, I, pre- I guess, pretty much only Craig T. Nelson. He's the only one I really recognize. I think Joe Beth Williams has been uh, a few things. Has she? Oh, I, I don't really know much of her, her stuff. But, you know, those two, uh, the star of the movie, Craig T. Nelson is kind of like the superstar uh, realtor who's selling all of these new houses and... Uh, you know, he has kind of like the average 1980s family, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they kind of they're they're doing good. They they're on the up and up, and uh, you know all of a sudden, uh, uh, the, his wife discovers that uh, some some shit's going down in the house. Like some there's furniture being moved. Uh, the little girl is talking to the TV, and uh, you know so. You know, shenanigans happen, and the girl, you know, eventually gets eaten by the house. Mm-hmm. And she goes into, like, a, uh, I guess, a ghost dimension or something yeah. like that. And uh, the lion's share of the movie from that point on is uh, really trying to get her back, but there's a, and I think this is why, this is probably one of, uh, probably Britain's favorite movie, is there's a lot of process and, and uh, data, you know. Very very empirical yes exactly this movie is dealing with uh, with supernatural in a very scientific manner it's beautiful it, it, it is a work <laughs> of art so um yeah so that's basically uh what it's about i have a few uh, thoughts about the structure of the movie in general but uh, again i just want to kind of uh, right now, let's talk a little bit about uh, you know some of the scary parts about the movie. Well, actually, I kind of I, I want to see whose uh, whose favorite character is whom. Okay, uh, we'll start with Britain since he brought it up. Uh, yeah, uh, my favorite character, like it used to be Craig T. Nelson, mm-hmm. but I actually I think the my favorite character is the Doctor, like Dr. the Lesh? yeah the the old lady, uh, because. She's kind of the you know person on the outside looking in, and her like, like everyone after a while they kind of have jaded reactions, and she is shaking and terrified the entire time, but she's still 
like she still has this matronly quality to her that you know she's not leaving this family and she's not leaving the uh you know the the mother behind yeah. so like she she has turned into my favorite character they kind of left her behind a little bit towards the end in the you know, and once Tangina comes yeah. in yeah but uh yeah she she's my favorite character in the film yeah. uh, Craig T. Nelson yeah that, that's that, a good that, one that, he's I not just because I think he gives um a good performance Craig yeah. T. Nelson is my favorite character because uh I know he's a name <laughs> I think it's Steven uh but he gives a, a a fantastic, probably one of the best performances I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, because he's supposed to be this dad who's at the basically the end of his rope because he just wants to get his daughter back. Yeah, and uh, and man, he looks like he's just been through the ringer. Like he looks and acts like he is just like he is one one little thing stones throw away from just losing his shit yep uh, so yeah he's that's why he's my favorite so now Jenny oh mine's Bluto oh yeah, okay. the, per, the pervy uh, contractor the pervy yeah, contractor that's a good one. who just leans through the window and eats all their stuff yeah that's pretty cool I do yeah, like that guy character. hits on the 16 year old daughter and eats her spaghetti sauce yeah that's the only thing he does in the movie and, is yep. it spaghetti sauce I thought it was beans for some reason <laughs> It's a southwestern family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not really my favorite, guys. That's all right. That's all right. It's your first like, time like, watching. You can, you you can, can like confused. whomever you want. No, I liked Craig T. Nelson and the mother. Joe Beth. Um, yeah, she's yeah, very Beth. good as well. She's so very good. Yeah, it's it's really like it's really not a poorly acted movie in any way, shape, or form. Every character does its job and does their job perfectly. Uh huh. Um. Actually, before we, you know, I guess, jump into some other things, I do kind of want to talk a little bit now about the structure of the movie. I know it's very, very uh, exciting, but because um, it, it makes me think about how modern horror movies kind of do, well, the, the horror, yeah. and, like, by the end of Act 1, we have had, like, it starts off just kind of normal with, like, the family just being suburban for a little bit. Yeah. And by the end of Act 1, a tree is eating the little boy, or tried to, and the little girl is lost in the ghost dimension in the house. Like, yeah. they don't, they just jump right into the stuff. Like, nowadays, the girl getting sucked into the ghost dimension would maybe be, like, the last 15 minutes. Yeah. The, uh, the one thing I, I... Uh, I noted be you know, between this one and the remake is uh, is the difference in tone in terms of how it begins. The you know in the '80s version, you know the family's on the up and up, like they are a happy family. They're well to do, uh, you know, and you know things couldn't really be better. Like the the worst problems they really have are sometimes the kids bicker too much. Yeah, it's, and, uh, and it's then a suburban all, dream. Yeah, and then all this shit happens. And in the, the remake, it's, you know, uh, the dad doesn't have a job. Uh, he's wasting money. He's kind of irresponsible. You know, like, life is shitty for them, and then this happens. So it's like, how much, you know, like, life's already shitty. Why should I care if it gets shittier, you know? Yeah, it's just, yeah. Like, it, it didn't give, you know, it's, it's the juxtaposition of, uh, you know, how things are doing. Uh, versus what eventually happens that, you know, I think was one of the things that made the, the original superior than the, you know, the better writing. Mm -hmm. You know, may, being this the first time I've seen it and talking about structure, they really did give you a nice opening, mm -hmm. but then they had a false climax. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Because to me... I've had a few of those. Yeah. Yikes. Um, to me, <laughs> I thought, oh... This must be the climax of the movie. And because I had no concept of time, you know, there's yeah. no clocks around here. <laughs> they we just keep them. me in this room. We're like Vegas. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They hide the doors. Everything looks the same. I can't get out. That's <laughs> enough. That's enough. Talk back to the, oh, go back uh, to the movie. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, right. Yes. Show uh, what's on the paper. I'm sorry. Stick to script. Okay. <laughs> so I thought that that was the climax of the movie, and it wasn't. There was a double climax, which I did not anticipate at all, even though, even though I knew the ending. You know, I knew yeah. that the house falls in, but like... I didn't question it when when 
the first climax happens. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're I just didn't like, even... yeah, it probably happens like, off oh, screen. Okay. <laughs> All right. Said, they, they demolish the house and they use a super implosion. Yeah. Like, because I was actually going to mention that too. Like, you know, first act, bam, little girl gets eaten by the house kind of thing. Um, but then, like, I was as I was watching this time, I was like, you know, the, everything is really wrapped up. But the, uh, the, the, the super climax of the movie never really feels uh, tacked on. It almost feels no. like uh, you, you got a breather and everything feels good, but uh, you know that the monster won't be satiated. You know, he, he wants more, he wants more horror and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And there's some really, really memorable moments in that, uh, that, that second climax, you know, like the clown happens in the second climax mm-hmm. and everyone yeah. kind of knows about the clown but you know people think that it happens earlier and they just kind of yeah. forget about it and then you know the then the clown happens and then all the you know the you move the you move the or you, you kept the bodies but you move the headstones like that's a great line you yeah. know and that's in the, the that second climax like a lot of the scary things actually also happen in that second climax mm-hmm. with all the freaking skeletons yeah. popping out and everything. Which were real skeletons, actually. Yes, those they were. were all of those were really? real corpses. Yes. Yep. Oh, that makes it worse. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, yeah, be she was sad swimming. tonight. She was swimming with those dead people. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine the disease. <laughs> uh, they boiled them beforehand. Oh, that's great. Awesome. I thought it was very clever the reveal of the why. Mm-hmm. Yep. Without completely knowing the why, because you know he says we moved these graves before mm-hmm. this and that. Here, I think as a non-knower, like oh, they moved the graves that must have disturbed the peace. Yeah, you know, not that he just moved the headstones, but wouldn't you? I don't, I don't know. Worry about people making pools? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's why I mean, he was trying to get his boss out of the house before he found out that he was building a pool in his backyard. Like, <laughs> you shouldn't do that, Stephen. <laughs> but the, the zoning laws won't allow an in-ground <laughs> pool. What, what do I ever worry about? <laughs> oh, you're getting a pool. You just thought it was like an above-ground, like, three-foot pool. And Stephen went a step too far, and that's what <laughs> happened. I think once the, uh, the construction crews come in and start... You know, digging up all that stuff. That's what starts all the bad stuff with the. Uh, yeah, actually, oh, that's yeah, what that, I was that's thinking a, too. You know, I think about it. That is about the right time. Or, and I have a theory yes. that when they bury the little canary in the backyard, um, that, that little spirit that, went to the. That was the. That was just the catalyst. Like that was the last straw for the ghosts. When oh, they no, dug she was that talking up. to the television before the bird died. Yeah, she uh, was also weird. And maybe, maybe dreaming. Maybe the the uh, maybe the canary was the last soul too many, and then the the whole, the big jar of souls burst, <laughs> or whatever you know, whatever's like it was just jam packed full of souls, and then that that little canary soul was enough to to overflow it, to tip it, and just it, the, the the soul dam just burst, yep, and all these souls just came in or came out. They're like, we need to go somewhere. We need to go somewhere. There's light. So I, 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 you said you wanted to discuss like the scariest scene, yeah, or all the, the, all the horror and scares and everything. Because yeah. uh, again, like Jenny was uh, telling us, like she said, scary, but not the scariest movie she's ever seen. Which I'm actually kind of interested to see what the scariest movie yeah. she'd ever seen was. But uh, I want to explain uh, my reasons for why I think this is the scariest movie I've ever seen. Go on. Uh, more than anything else, Here and I actually think okay, uh, I'm on a, I'm under <laughs> the gun, and I actually think that it might. Um, it might also shine a light of why Jenny wasn't, uh, you know, didn't think it was as scary as I thought it was scary. Um, which is, to me, one of the scariest moments. Even when I was watching it now, I was getting, I felt my flesh crawl. Even though mm-hmm. I'd seen this movie a hundred times. Um, and to me, the scariest moments uh, are when uh, the little girl is, like, screaming through the television, like, you know, begging for help and everything. And they just can't do anything about it. Yeah, just the the, the impotent worry of a, of a parent who is just... Yeah, cannot cannot do anything. And to me, that is the scare. That's what makes the movie like super scary. Also, there's like completely eerie atmosphere, which I really love. It's a like from beginning to end, the atmosphere is just downright creepy. You know, you got the flickering lights with the television. You know, what I mean, you got uh, you just have like this uh, like the little things like the forks and spoons all bent. Yeah. and everything. But to me, that is the scariest moment. That that moment of like, oh my gosh, there's nothing you can do when a loved one is crying for help. Like that's got to be terrifying and Jenny's over here she's like I'd leave the house I'd let the I'd let the house eat the kid 
<laughs> like, shut up, kid. I'm tired of hearing you scream. Why don't you turn that TV off? <laughs> you changed the channel. I, I hate this say one. It like that. <laughs> <laughs> not quite like that. <laughs> but still, why were they still there? It's not that why were they still there. Why did they continue to have the kids there? Like the the brother and the yeah. sister. Yeah. Like send them away and i know that they probably got sent away at some point because of child labor laws and they probably couldn't be on set <laughs> not, not necessarily scripting wise but like why wouldn't that be your first paternal instinct that one of your kids has been sucked up by this dimension in the house that you would not want to completely protect the other children right away especially because it's like you know kid you almost got eaten by a tree but uh why don't you stick around for a little bit? You might want to see the show. What, am I going to hire a babysitter? Right. <laughs> I'm out of work. What do you want from me? <laughs> he was, like, traumatized and beat up. He was bloody. And they just kind of, like, left him standing in front of the portal of Awful. Yeah. You know? And they were like, Here, hug see your, a kid. We need to go find your sister. Hug right. your clown doll. Okay, I think it was just occasionally, you know, what the... The house took the wrong kid, and maybe if we just, <laughs> maybe we put him in front of the closet again, and we'll, we'll fix a mistake. Wait, what? well, what would have happened if the tree ate him? Like, I, I would think, he still have been, would he have been transferred over to the spirit world or just been gone? I, I think uh, that my guess is that uh, he just, yeah, he probably would have been transferred. Like, the tree was also a portal. I, <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think that he would just be stuck in a tree until they dug him out. Because I think the uh, the tree eating him was more of a reason to yeah more of a distraction to get uh, Carol Ann sucked into the you know into the closet. It was like, listen, we don't really we don't want this kid. This kid's annoying. <laughs> Even though I do like Robbie, uh, but they're like, oh, we, we don't want this kid. We don't want this kid at all. Show all he up. does is whine. So why don't you try to eat him, tree? This is your chance to eat him. Uh, whether you do or not, it's really doesn't matter. The ghosts yeah, are playing chess. But know, I'm so. a good old tree. Yep. I'm supposed to protect this house. You know how to protect a kid? How do I do that? In your belly. I'll give it a go. Take him in. But <laughs> so yeah, those are the, that's the reason that I consider this uh, one of the scariest movies I've ever seen, if not the scariest, because there is uh, first of all a, a downright creepy atmosphere, but also this uh, like you were saying, uh, this impotent fear or terror of having to hear this little girl be basically terrorized, uh, and there's nothing you can do about it. So, I'm curious. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to the movie in a second. But uh, so, what would you say is the scariest movie you ever seen? We, did we talk about this last time? Uh, we we did, but um, because I always say Hereditary. Oh, that's right. But that's yeah. because yeah. it lingers with me. But that's not the one that I felt the most um, like uh, anxiety, I suppose. And I mm -hmm. think that's what I acquaint my fear with is my bodily anxiety that happens, that tenseness, that like anxious yeah. thing that happens um and i'm tr i'm grasping at what the name is but it's part of a series but i've only watched the first one has patrick hmm. wilson in it hmm. wait a minute the t-1000 as robert patrick oh <laughs> <laughs> no oh insidious uh, insidious. Oh, really? with the tiptoe through the tulips uh. yes um and i I think it was just because the circumstance. Like, I saw it in an almost empty theater with, like, right. two people. Okay, that's fair. You know, um, I was at that age where I wasn't watching any scary movies at all. So the fact that I even watched that one uh, was crazy. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it was just the musical cues in that cue anxiety. Like, we uh. discussed that last time about if music makes you feel things and yeah, that yeah. whole thing. But that movie really used it. I, I'm not sure if I would feel the same way if I watched it now, but yeah. at the time, it really... Like, I, I do remember there was one, one scene that made me jump, where like, it just cut to the lady and there was that big scary face. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Yeah, it's the, other I can't even remember specific moments. I just remember my feeling. Yeah, yeah other than that, the you know, the, the dumb Victorian-era kid dancing to Tim, uh, Tiny, Tiny Tim. Tim. <laughs> like, yeah, that didn't really get me. So, um, all right, so we'll get, uh, we'll, now we'll come back to, uh, Colterpeist. And, um, like, one thing I do want to comment, going back to the spookiness of this mm -hmm. movie, mm -hmm. is, um, 
the scares really never, I'm gonna say, led up. Like, it, it, it matches between, like, wonder and awe with the ghosts and yeah. then, you know, terror. Like, in the beginning, you know... Like oh they're play they're playful almost like oh look it makes the chair move and you right. know everything they're like, like that. They like sit here, yeah. feel what it feels like. It's like a tickle and then yeah. no air. Yeah, <laughs> and and then it you know it goes straight on to the coach like hey they like us let's you know let's do the tree thing now and yeah, they trust us now let's take their child. <laughs> yeah, and then it kind of almost dips into uh, like you kind of feel what the freelings are feeling because by the time that. Um, the child gets, you know, taken in by the house and they go for outside help and they're like, all right, we don't go into the room anymore. You know, yeah. they open it up. It's almost, you know, it's no longer scary when you see the Incredible Hulk riding a horse oh, and yeah. all this stuff. It's actually done, you know, played almost more for comedy, you know, but that's actually kind of interesting because now it enters almost into a new territory into the movie where, like, all right, how can we keep the, you know, the horror up? And they, they just try to find that balance between it getting... Like boring, uh, you know. Like oh, we've seen the same thing. You become yeah. jaded by it, and um, and uh, actually, kind of, you know, still eerie. Fresh. Yeah, which is why I think they threw in that scene of the guy's face, you know, uh, being torn off. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. to keep it like okay, there's, you know, this is something new and fresh. Let's keep this up. Yeah, and it it it, it has a consistent tone. Yes, and uh, it, it to me it is a perfect film. Like I. Like, other than the things that have not aged well, I can really find no flaws in it. Yeah, yeah I, I think the character work was excellent. The fact that they had extra characters mm-hmm. um, to kind of fill in the gaps of, like, here's a skeptic, even though, like, he got the worst of oh, yeah. it at one point. Um, the house bit him. <laughs> yeah. And then there was the, the guy who was very much like, I'm here to record everything. I need yeah. to be the science guy, even though, like, holy... Holy mm-hmm. moly! Like, yeah. I think, and then the other like grandmotherly figure ah, yes, who was there. Yes, exactly. Like I felt like adding those three characters on top of the family was really smart and yep. really helped the story not feel hollow. I guess. And then uh, it, it it added new freshness to the uh, per, to the perspective. And then once you're like, all right, we've seen all we can see with these people. What else are you gonna do? Here comes uh, Tangina. And just right. like, and she's creepy by herself. Yeah, she just comes in and basically, like, a good. She is literally a cherry. Yeah, like a good movie, and she just comes in and's like, "Well, now I'm gonna steal the show." And she's she's the character that's in the movie the least, but mm-hmm. has probably one of the biggest impacts. It, oh yeah, I I knew that she was in this movie. Yeah, you know, uh, pop culturally, everybody talks about those scenes yep literally just those scenes and she's not even in the end of the movie no she's in like seven minutes of the movie like she has and she has like two of like the most I think at least to me quoted lines like she has uh, my favorite which is this house has many hearts. Oh, yeah, because I want to get that on like a little throw pillow or something, <laughs> so people do, people are like, "Oh, that's cool. It's like a live, laugh, love thing." But yeah. they don't realize that it's really just a, you know, a, a terrifying poltergeist well, quote. Cross stitch, uh, <laughs> like uh, pictures. And uh, also her line, uh, "Let's go get your daughter back," is uh, is friggin' awesome. Well, what about this house is clean? Oh yeah, I forgot I about that. Clean, yeah. And going to the light. Yeah. I loved her whole like creepy pastor-like speech. Oh, yeah. In the, mm-hmm. in the, go on, children! Go on! Like that. No, like when she's, like, giving them the briefing and she's yeah. oh, okay. all sitting on the floor and she's explaining the situation and she's like, I'm gonna say things that are gonna go against your Christian beliefs. I'm gonna say uh-huh. things that you won't believe yeah. at all. You're just gonna have to trust me even when I say some crazy stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, uh, the, here's the worst part. Um, you know, the, um, the devil has your daughter. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and the thing I never noticed really uh, until I watched it this time was how much of a attention-seeking ham she kind of was. Oh, yeah. Like, she, uh, once she says her, this house is clean, like, she takes the time to fix her hair for the camera, you know, like, kind of, like, pose. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's fucking awesome. She's great. She's a great character. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, w- the the one guy, not the guy who got bitten by the house, but the uh, the, the other, other guy, Brian. The, yeah, his name, I think. Uh, like he is in it. Like he's in it for the the pure science. Like even when shit's falling from the ceiling, uh, like a rope from nowhere, he's like a fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> right. I wonder. I wonder. So, what do you think all that schmutz was? Like uh, whatever the goo is inside of a kangaroo's pouch. Ew, a mucus. Yeah, that, yeah. that doesn't mucus. make me feel good. No, uh, <laughs> I want to say it's the ooze from Ghostbusters too. I said it was Ivan oozes ooze. Uh-huh. It's some kind of ooze. It's an oozy, disgusting, like rebirthing kind of situation. Huh, I didn't think of it that way. I yeah. mean, I just think they had a lot of watermelons up there, and you know that, that's all it was—just like watermelon, uh, gunk. like watermelon insulation. Yeah. I mean, you say you laugh, but it does keep the house warm. Yeah, but it gets in a lot of ants. <laughs> oh, that ants! So many it's ants, bad. like you won't believe. Especially with a graveyard under them. Like if, uh, you know, if the ghosts weren't going to kick them out, the ants were definitely <laughs> another situation. Like they were just one thing at a time, kind of family. Like the first chair was actually moved by ants. Yeah, it was actually the uh, their belief in the ghosts, even though it was ants that actually brought the yeah. ghosts in. <laughs> they were working in tandem, in tantum. Oh. Uh, thank you, thank you. Oh, it makes me feel good. I just don't understand how the neighbors, until the end, of course, didn't hear any of the ruckus. I, I'm, ever? Uh, not only that, I'm wondering how small this this graveyard was that the other uh, houses didn't get affected. Hey, they weren't trying to build a pool, now were they? Mm, that's they true. They weren't trying to build a pool, and they didn't have that little girl. I. <laughs> they had that that. That's true. Little kid, that son hey, guy. That, that. I don't know, Dad. Oh no! I wish they I do a thing. I'm gonna eat more. <laughs> I wish that at some point when they're having like they're trying to get Carol Ann back and they're like listening to the different channels on the TV, like in the middle of it, just Mister Rogers starts playing. Like, I really I... thought that was going to be more of a catalyst um, between the two houses because they set it up pretty early. Uh, well, like uh, the neighbor changes the channel and then he has Carol Ann's channel too. Like, hey, what is this? What is this? A little girl channel? I know, Dad. <laughs> you know anything. Go to your room. So, um, I actually want to talk a little bit uh, about not the movie for a few seconds. Okay. Um, I don't think we talked about this uh, ever before, but since this is a Halloween podcast, uh, <laughs> I'm it's sp- cute when you try. I'm spooky. <laughs> uh,. <laughs> So I do kind of want to go back into, uh, and I guess it does have a little bit of a tangent with the uh, with the movie a little bit because the movie the ho- in the movie the house kind of played on every single one of their fears, um, especially the kids, and like turned it against them. Like mm-hmm. it knows what you're afraid of. It always has. She had all the best lines. Yeah, she did. Um, so uh, let's say that you were like you know when you were young, like real young. We're gonna say um, four through ten. Like, what would what was the thing that you were afraid of pretty much the most? Especially the stranger, the better. Uh, like, All what right. would be the thing that the house would turn on you and you know make you scared of? Basically, um, I've got so many of them. I'm obviously not going to say like you know some of my uh, most personal, deep seated fears. And I know what like they that. are. I know. <laughs> I know what they are. Send three proofs of purchases that you've you know from if, if people still do that. I don't care from from box tops. Send three box tops to uh, to our apartment and we will tell you the fear. But or I can just tell him. No, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Don't tell him, Brent. Please don't tell him. That's my biggest fear. No. Uh, like, mine are stupid. Sock like puppets. Shh. <laughs> like, I was afraid of the Tin Man. And... And I'm not going to explain any of these, by the way. You just have to understand. I'm afraid. I was afraid of the Tin Man. I was afraid of eggs. I knew eggs. Yeah, yeah. you knew eggs. Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Those are like the big three. We'll stick to those. So everyone knows like the three big fears I had uh, when I was when I was like you know four through you know fifteen or ten or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, were those were those three? So uh, uh, we'll. We'll actually move on to Britain because I'm actually more interested. We'll save uh, Jenny for last, and she's our special guest. My biggest fear as a child always was aliens. Okay, just That's being cool. like, like you know, being in bed, like even at a young, at young age, like I didn't really, I shouldn't have known what aliens were, but somehow I found out just the the concept of these these 
weird-looking things going coming into my room and just taking me away. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I get that. That's uh, I can actually imagine that. Um, like, don't be wrong. I'm not saying that I wouldn't be scared of that. Uh -huh. You know, because if I were to be laying in bed yeah. and all of a sudden I hear my door opening and I just look in and there's a little gray just kind of peeking in and yeah. then peeking out real quick. Like, that would scare me. That would yep. terrify me, even today. Yep. I'm not afraid to say that. I'm not. I'm big moon. Alright. <laughs> so, alright, Jenny. So, I'm, I'm kind of curious because I knew Britain's fear. Um, yeah. He knew all my... I, I, I have new, bigger, more complex fears. Yes, but they're I'm all about abandonment. Uh, <laughs> Yikes. No, uh, so what was, uh, again, the sillier the better? Uh, yeah, mine aren't aren't silly. Uh, mine are like I would lay awake in existential dread knowing that there's some sort of other plane kind of like poltergeist actually okay. thinking that I would hear voices down the hall Okay. you know and I was like I would just that's what I was scared of hearing voices <laughs> so you didn't hear the voices you're just afraid that you might hear the voices I think I heard voices okay. but it could have just been a television from like it down the hall. Down the hall. I mean, know. I kept on saying stuff about Mama's family, so I don't know. It might have been. That is terrifying. Yeah. But yeah. it would also be like, okay, the whole house is asleep, and yeah, that's creepy I am too. now like just wide-eyed in my bed, like anxiety, <laughs> like mm -hmm. nothing's changed. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Good luck getting asleep tonight. Uh, Those were real uh, skeletons. <laughs> Yeah, Nyquil will solve it. Why you gotta be like little that? Little Nyquil will solve it. Oh my gosh, yeah, just knock back a little, a little drink a little. of drink. So uh, yeah, so uh, these things actually kind of uh, really fascinate me. What uh, other people's fears? Yes, because because they're not mine. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> like voices down the hall and aliens. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Okay, I, I it's told not Tin Man scary. <laughs> But it's still scary. Like, I, I heard a voice and I told it to shut up. Yeah. That's what we talked about in uh, the last Halloween yeah. broadcast that we I were... mean, I, I think I was also uh, also scared of, like, gremlins being real. Okay. Like, like that's, from that's... the movie? Yeah, from the movie. Even though I loved two when I was little. I did, too. But number one, I thought those gremlins were scary. Yeah. Well, the, the scene where they're all, uh, they get out of the YMCA and they all, it's almost like stop motion and they walk all in like the whole army. That actually creeped me out when I was younger. Oh, uh, didn't you, weren't you creeped out by stop motion in, uh, in general? Well, sometimes. Certain stop motion, um, like, like the Terminator. No, no. No. Okay, yeah. The Terminator at the end of Terminator was a little creepy, but to be fair, that's not just stop motion. That's oh, yeah. stop motion and... And that was creepy. Yeah, and he's meant to be scary. <laughs> yeah. Um... Actually, I used to be scared that I'd be sitting there taking a uh, taking a poop, and just the Terminator would bust in and kill me. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, don't be me wrong that I, I'd be I'm vulnerable. Um, but like Ray Harryhausen stop motion scared me more than anything else. Like California raisins and yeah, the, the California raisins didn't really scare me too much. I mean, they were too weird. Much. Uh, they were just weird to me. But like uh, Clash of the Titans, uh, that kind of stop motion really scared me. All right. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like Calibus, I think his name was, you know, he, and Medusa, and all that stuff. Like, that, that, that scared me. But again, there was, like, you know, there was a certain amount of, uh, shadow work that he would put into yeah. it. And, uh, kind of the same way with the Terminator. Like, there's a lot of shadows at the end when he's stop motion. So it's, you know, a little creepy. It's a little, un you know, eerie mm -hmm. and uneasy, which I kind of like, you know? So, uh, I guess, you know, since we're talking about, you know, spooky stuff. Um, let's talk about, I guess, maybe, uh, going back to movies in general, like, eerie movies, like, because I think there's a big difference between, uh, a straight-up, you know, horror movie mm -hmm. and eerie movies. Like, this movie, uh, Poltergeist, it's, it's I, tough. I don't know if this is, I would consider a straight-up horror, but it's definitely it, eerie. It, ha it has elements of both, I would say. Okay, I can get behind that. Yeah, and, I think so. Like, uh, you know, a lot of the, uh, I, I, like, uh, them, like, uh, uh, Tangina talking to them about all of this, all the 
you know, what's happening to Carol Ann yeah. and all the people surrounding them and, and the beast yeah. and, uh, and all that. Like, yeah, that is an eerie scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And then, but, and then when the sco- spooky skull pops out of the closet. <laughs> yeah, that's, I guess that is straight up horror. Um, so yeah, I do like, I, I do like movies that are eerie. I like horror movies in general. Yeah. Um, I would say that Hereditary is actually more eerie than horror. Yeah. I, yeah. Or terror. I know we were talking about that too. Um, but, uh, something like, I guess, The Thing. You know, I'd say that's more eerie than horror also. It, uh, it, again, I think it has elements of both. That's true, because there's a lot of, like, body horror and stuff yeah. in that. That's yeah. a really good movie, too. Yeah. Have you seen The Thing? I have not. Though it is kind of interesting that um, Poltergeist is one of the few horror movies I can think of where absolutely nobody dies. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess Except all for the those, bird. I guess all those corpses. Yeah, but they were pre-dead. That doesn't count. <laughs> Nothing like a good pre-dead. Like every movie has dead bodies in it if you count the people in the cemeteries. <laughs> oh, it has a, this movie, if you count the people in the cemeteries, this has one of the biggest body counts of any movie you can think of. Like the Care Bear movie has a body count if you count all the people in the cemeteries. There's a cemetery in the Care Bear? There's gotta be. No. That's... Kind of care they show? They, it doesn't matter. They go to Earth. <laughs> Earth has cemeteries. Oh my gosh! So in your mind, <laughs> any film that is on Earth, Earth, yes, has the biggest body counts depending on the year. Because if it's a later year or closer to modern times, there's more body count. Nope. I include all of humanity, hundreds of billions. I'm just saying that if you're going to include the pre-dead people in Poltergeist as being a body count. I'm going to include all pre-dead people in every movie. I think that is silly and you are asinine. <laughs> I think that, you know, only... Alright, let's see. Did, did uh, Care Bears 2 take place on Earth? In any mm. form? I don't know. I've never mm. seen it. Yeah, Care Bears 2 is when they went to the... Cave. Body count! <laughs> they had Dark Heart. So they oh, had yeah. Dark, Dark Heart. She was creeping. Uh, which, Disappearing which, bears. Which one is the one with the book? The first with one. Face? Uh, the first one. It's the first one. Right, yeah, that, that's the only one I've seen. I don't know. Seen. I kind of get them confused. Yeah, Dark Heart wasn't in the first one. All right. I need to rewatch those. Well, yeah, which one? Which one is the? Which one's Dark Heart? He's like the, the like the cool kid. He like manifested himself into like the cool kid camper. Uh. You know, and he was like, "Come on, Christy, you can do it. Those aren't your friends. I'll be your friend." No, I you don't know? think I saw that. <laughs> like, I remember we watched the first one again, oh and uh, we we were under the influence at the time, and it was it was that is an eerie movie. Yeah, terrifying. Okay, like, because like it's so, it's so cutesy and happy and saccharine. And saccharine. There is. There is a layer of distrust you have for it, because it makes you feel like it's a facade uh, for something sinister and dark. Yeah, yeah, they're happy and go lucky, but you also imagine, like, below the clouds, there's some factory ripping rabbits apart uh, to feed them. So, you heard it here first, folks. The scariest movie that Britain has ever seen is the Care Bears movie. Look, I'm just saying, I don't trust those bears. (laughs) So, no one is that happy. No, I remember watching it with you and just being like, I just don't feel... I feel like I'm being lied to yeah. <laughs> in this movie. Like, nothing is this happy. Yeah, you had a similar reaction to the Hug-A-Bunch. Well, no, the hu- reaction I had to the Hug-A-Bunch was uh, completely visceral. But I, yeah, it was on the same level. Like, I'm being lied to, and I don't like to be lied to. It, 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 your, your reaction was... You... You, viol- you violently rejected that movie. It was frothing anger <laughs> to the point where I, well, I'm just assuming because I, you know, I, I I was a little drunk and I don't remember me being a lot that angry. Well, let me let me <laughs> let me put it this way, uh, you were like I told you this before. You were so angry at this movie that I had to look at myself to see if <laughs> I had a problem because this is a movie I grew up with. I, I was so... Again, I wish... I'm, I, I'm afraid to watch it again now because I think that I'm just going to watch it and just be... Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like PTSD flashbacks. <laughs> like like gonna, Vietnam, like... <laughs> so, yeah, like... But I am kind of interested in seeing it, but, you know... But Stone Cold Sober. Like, yeah. I don't think I've seen that movie Because I don't want to see that side of you again. <laughs> I don't want to reveal that side of me. <laughs> 
what's the angriest thing that you know what's the ang <laughs> what's the angriest Mark has ever been? Hmm. Well, let's see. There's I've seen him angry by a lot of things. I've seen I, I see him break his toe, <laughs> and he was pretty angry at that. But um, the angriest I've seen him was watching Huck <laughs> a punch and, and just. <laughs> Black visceral hatred spew out of him. I. It's, it just sounds so ridiculous. Yeah, it is. And that is it who is. I am. It is. That is it who is I ridiculous. am as a person. Like, it was almost like at my very core, it was too good. And in my core, I'm like, nope, I will not have any of this. I reject this. It, my it was good almost sir. an exorcism. Like, you were just <laughs> writhing on the couch, shouting at the television. I, I do remember spitting up that, that pea soup at you. <laughs> you, were like, you were like spitting out that worm from Poltergeist 2. Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, I haven't sorry. watched that one yet. So uh, I don't know if I ever will, but. Uh, it's okay. But yeah, that is, uh, <laughs> that is where I am once. I, I gotta tell you. Like, I woke up the next day, and I was like, Man, I feel great! I don't know what this is, I just feel- I feel on top of the world! The sunshine and rainbows, and I, I don't know this worm came from, but I feel awesome! And I slept hugging a weapon. <laughs> you uh, didn't even sleep, you no. were just like, was, drenched in sweat. In the middle like, of my- back and forth, and- In the middle of my frothing anger, I just turned over, Sleep with one eye open! <laughs> <laughs> just wait, just waiting for that that doorknob to that doorknob to, to shake. He kept the door open just to crack, so he'd have an excuse. <laughs> like I dare you to come in. <laughs> he had traps set up like in Home Alone. <laughs> Only it's not like the paint can coming from the ceiling. You just had a paint can in your hand that you were gonna bludgeon me with. Like the the slightest slightest bit of movement I saw. I was just, I was ready. I was ready to go. Swinging. Swinging a paint can around. Screaming like a baby back bitch. Like, I, I imagine he's got, uh, I imagine he's got the paint can, but he's got chains, so it's like nunchucks. <laughs> like, come on, come on. I want you to come in. I want you to come in here. I'm ready. I'm ready for you. I wake I'll up. Bunch. I wake up. There's like a trail of Reese's pieces leading to his bedroom. <laughs> oh man! Tell me you've at least seen ET. Yes, okay. I, I've seen ET, but not in my adult life. Okay, oh, you got re- that, 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 something got to rewatch. <laughs> it's all right. It's pretty good. It's it's a phenomenal. It's more than just all right. It's a it's a classic. Let's put it this way. It is a movie that, when I'm in the mood to watch it, you know, and I do watch it, I feel like I'm a kid again. Yeah. But I kind of really have to be in the mood to watch E.T. because, uh... It is pretty long. Yeah, and there's a there's a large portion of it that is just like, they're not doing anything. It's like, here, let me show E.T. my toys. Oh, he ate my toys. Okay. Yeah. Is that also a Spielberg production? Yes. It is. It kind of has the same, a similar problem that uh, Close Encounters had. Where it was, uh, you know, kind of a lot of uh, waiting for, you know, waiting and then a, a phenomenal payoff. Yeah, no, don't be wrong. Again, like I said, I think I, I do like the movie. Uh, I've actually never seen Close Encounters. Yes, you I've, have. No, I've only seen the uh, the only I've only seen the ending. Huh? I I could have sworn I shown it to you. Oh uh, well. no, and I remember the ending. Oh, uh, spoiler alert! I remember in the ending, like when they see the aliens. Uh, and this was I was like twenty something years old. Yeah. Uh, when I saw the ending, I was like, oh. Oh, I don't like those. Those are creepy aliens, and yeah. that was it. That's all I had. The only the only thing I have is that uh, the aliens at the end of Close Encounter are scary. That's the only thing yeah, I have. Yeah, they're them. creepy, especially oh. that tall one. Yeah, they're yes. supposed to be creepy. Yeah. Are they? Uh, yeah, I well, I don't so. know. I've never seen it either. So, uh, it, it's I, I think it's not totally creepy. Like it's supposed to be. I actually I think it's supposed Richard to be. Uh, I, I think it's supposed to be kind of wondrous and. And uh, you know, awe-inspiring. But you know, they are a little bit creepy because they're they're children. They're actually children in like oh. in suits. <laughs> and actually, they're uh, uh, the the, the uh, Spielberg wanted them to have a little bit of grace in their steps, so they're actually all little girls who are ballerinas. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's so, interesting. So they're all just little children wearing these big tall suits. No, they're little children. Like there, there's the the big tall alien one. Uh, which is uh, which was stop motion. Oh, okay. And uh, That's it. and the the little ones, which were little girls, initially uh, he w- kind of wa- wanted them to kind of flutter around, 
So he hired like a I guess mimes or something like that to uh, to walk in slow motion, and uh, and they would kind of walk normally around him, yeah, and then he would speed it up, but it didn't look good. Okay, so he just kind of got the ballerinas and you know had them move like that. Uh, yeah, and then he just kind of said, "Ah, just walk normal." Okay, cool. I, I'm learning lots actually about the and, and the ending where Richard like where it shows the inside of the ship uh, was never supposed to happen. Uh, that was kind of a, uh, a studio thing, like, ah, oh, you gotta show the inside of the ship. Uh, I don't remember that part, uh, except I... Uh, they might, uh, Spielberg, we might watch the director's cut. And he didn't want to show the inside of the ship? No. Do you think that it added anything as a general audience viewer? Uh, not really. Just looked like the waiting room of a doctor's office. <laughs> kind of a letdown. Paging Dr. Blark. Dr. Blark. <laughs> Hey, you, you just sit down here for a few minutes. We we got some things to do, and uh, I imagine that, you know, they got stuff to do on the ship, you know? So, They're uh, astronauts. You have insurance, right? <laughs> uh. Uh. And they jettison him into space. <laughs> you just see him slowly just, you know, just, just straggling around trying to swim away and then just stop moving altogether. And it burns up in the atmosphere. <laughs> You're dark, man. Too soon? No, man, not this soon. This like no. the hug-a-bunch to you. <laughs> that I have yet to have that kind of reaction to I'm anything. Terrified. I'm on the search for. I don't want to. I don't want to. I got the hug a bunch. No, for you to have that kind of reaction. Uh, like I'm wondering what movie's gonna do it. That's tough. Like I, I nearly had it. What was it that nearly broke me? I think it was. Uh, I married an axe murder. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was terrifying. Like that nearly that nearly broke me into a. Uh, a, a Mark-like visceral rage. You see, when Britain, uh, when Britain gets broken, like, he, he doesn't break like me. Like, again, I, I guess I get frothing mad when I'm drunk and angry, uh, at the hug-a-bunch, but to him, like, when he's, when he was almost broken by Sir Mary Max Axe murder, he kind of just stood up and was like, I don't think I can take any more of this. <laughs> well, this is gone too far, I'm afraid. <laughs> He's more of a preserved anger. <laughs> Look, I, I, I bottle up my anger until I'm in my, uh, until I'm middle aged. Then I'll take it out on all these poor uh, restaurant workers and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, retail employees. Better watch out, TikTok, my friend. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. He stood up and he just like knocked down a knickknack on the table just briefly. Sorry I flew off the handle like that. <laughs> I feel better now. Instantly uh, turns it up, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry for I'm sorry. That, that was very unlike me. <laughs> Let us continue with this movie. But if he says hello one more time... Uh, that was that was the thing. It was, uh... Mike Myers would, uh... Would tell kind of a shitty joke. And then after... You know, while people are laughing, he just goes, Hello! It was like and, to punctuate yeah, the shittiness. Yeah, and, and it, it was such... A dated, uh, like it was something that was kind of big in the '90s, like going uh, people just saying hello uh, to to kind of emphasize. I, I don't know why they did it. They're like parrots, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and it just it drove me up a wall. Like I I felt I, I felt I could kill a person that day. Yeah, I kind of feel your uh, blood pressure rising I right now. I feel it in my neck. Like, <laughs> I, I, I was sitting there just, you know, having a good time, eating a big sandwich or something, watching a movie, not realizing that I was very, very close to being on the first 48. Like, yeah, because yeah, if he wants to kill somebody, there's only one somebody available. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't want to kill you, Mark, but he said hello the prerequisite four times, so yeah, I yeah. must be... It must be taken care of. And now this is a premeditated action. I, I, I hope you know. Britt, where are you going? He just stands up. Britt, where are you going? He pulls the move and he just comes out with those paint cans. And I'm like, you. what are you doing with those paint cans? Just stay still, please. Okay. Ow! Stay oh. still, I said. I'm gonna have a nasty bump on my head from that one. Stop moving. <laughs> <laughs> if you keep hitting me, I'm gonna stop moving. That's the plan. Ow! Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Goodness. A very, it's a very, it's a very gentlemanly uh, <laughs> bludgeoning. Please be quiet. <laughs> Please, I'm trying to focus here. You are being a distraction. I can't do this if you keep shouting. All right, you're this, ruining this. This requires a lot of concentration, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Hello! Oh. And then it's just, and then Britain just wakes up and there's just <laughs> gore everywhere. He doesn't even remember. There's gore and paint because the paint cans are full, of course. Yeah, of course. And uh, there's like, there's just red blood everywhere and also like green and blue, you know, from the paint cans. What a mess. <laughs> Man, the landlord is going to be pissed. Not getting uh. my deposit back. <laughs> uh, well. Might as well finish the movie. Yep. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> and then he just <laughs> and he just wakes up for yeah. some reason in like, you know, by the Grand Canyon, and there's just a <laughs> there's like a, a flaming car in the pit. Like I wake up um, at the Grand Canyon, I have a hostage in one hand, a gun in the other, and there's a bunch of policemen surrounded me. See, I imagine there's just a bus at the bottom of the Grand Canyon and you have no idea what happened. Like they and I imagine the the, the the uh the person whose hostage is important like the governor <laughs> like I, d I imagine you don't wake up again until you're like strapped to the electric chair like well, how did i get here do you have any final words i got one hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> do i do i break the straps yes yes you become i imagine it's you start breaking the straps you're like Quick, throw the switch! And they, like, start juicing you, but it's almost like Ernest, you know, where it just <laughs> makes you stronger. And you don't wake up again until you're somehow on a colony of Mars, like, 400 <laughs> years later, and you don't know how you got there. Like, like I'm in some kind of cryogenic pod, <laughs> and, uh, like, uh, they, they shot me out, and I did land on Mars, and some far-off civilization, uh, like, digs me up. Quick, we, yeah, they're talking, like, in Mars talk. We must try to communicate in a way that he will understand. We we do know his language. We must uh, greet him. Hello! <laughs> Why is he so violent? All humans are violent. Exterminate them. Yeah. yeah. That seems like the logical reaction. Uh, flood the chamber with poisonous oxygen. <laughs> and I imagine all of Earth is doomed because of So I Married an Axe Murderer. It sounds about right. Yeah, that, that's fair. So, I think that's a good place to end. Yeah. <laughs> so, Poltergeist. 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 I can now say I've seen it. Good movie. My I, favorite movie of all time. I like it. I think it's a good movie, too. I think I'm going to sit on my thoughts for a while, but it's definitely an excellent movie. Okay, cool. So, uh... Yeah, that'll do it. Now, Jenny, do you have something that you want to promote like you always do? Mm -hmm. Same thing mm -hmm. as always. I want to hear you... it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Do uh, it. Oh, okay. I thought you were like, come on, James. Come, come on. Come on with something new except for the same cool thing you're always promoting. I'm yeah. on YouTube at Jenny Cobb. Put heart into it. <laughs> that is where my heart is. Aw. <laughs> and Her channel uh, has many hearts. And this week, I have a very special episode where I have two very special guests. Oh, oh do we know them? You definitely do. It's you guys. What? 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 <laughs> what? Yes. Indeed. <laughs> so, if you're listening to this now, you will uh, see that. In the past. In the past, I guess. I you will know. already have seen it, so... Uh, it will be... It's coming out the same week as this episode, so... Oh, okay. Oh, cool. uh, whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I know. It's going to be exciting. So, uh, cool. I look forward to seeing me on there. I look forward to seeing you on there, too. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, uh, I guess I'll do it, everybody. And take it easy now. Hello! Goodbye. That'll hold a little SOBs. <laughs> <laughs>